Russell gets in. Another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The first to Booker for the long race. Welcome everybody to the Aussie Suns Fans Podcast. I am your host, Gavin, and we are here with everyone's favourite piece of shit, Boyd. Boyd, how you doing, buddy? Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> wonderful. 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 I, I spent I spent I spent a little bit of time this week in a uh in a one and a half hour car ride with you in your underwear. It was a hell of a time, man. It was um it was an hour and 41 minutes, mate, and I felt every single fucking one of them in that car with you. It's fucking, um, you're nice from afar, but you're fucked up front, man. Like, like, well, pretty sure, man. pretty sure I fell asleep at least three times. <laughs> at least three a, times. Having a fucking talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you, a, <laughs> that's when I was, when I was rocking a boner and you were fucking pretending to be asleep. You're playing hard to get. <laughs> I'm fucking. Fucking hell. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I fucking I I did a fucking um, a three hour round trip to pick up this galoot from the fucking um, airport from fucking Queensland. I drove from Queensland to New South Wales. Just over. It the wasn't in New South Wales. The Gold Coast is in it's Queensland. Fucking, the Gold Coast Airport Trev, cooling Trev, car Trev. is is New South Trev, Wales. Is, New- is the Gold Coast in Queensland, Trev? No, mate. That's that's news to me. So expands. It spans over the border, you knob, and the yeah, fucking right, airport yeah. is over the border. But it's you not. So you you used to have this issue where I'd stay in Coolangatta for work and then you'd go into Tweed Heads and all of a sudden you just drive. All of a sudden you've gone an hour back in time because they weren't on yes. Daylight Saving. And, oh, my goodness. It was <laughs> it's it's right on the border. And Gavin And Boyd, 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 you didn't pick me up from the airport. Oh, you well, you went ten minutes inland. You didn't fucking go north. Anyway, <laughs> it fucking happened, right? It's going on my gravestone. I picked up this useless cunt. Fucking, <laughs> I drove interstate to get him and take him up to Ellie. And how how good was that timing? We just got you to the fucking uh, Brisbane airport to catch that flight with what? Just in time. Thirty minutes before it took off. Uh, it was about yeah. It was about. 38 minutes. So I had about eight minutes before I would have missed it. So you yeah. did well. You did well. I gotta I gotta pay that. But more importantly, um, after Boyd hijacked the start of the show, we, we have a special guest. He's jumped back in on short notice again, like he always does, but wrapped to have you back, especially one week after the hundredth episode where we said we've got to have you back on more, Trev. <laughs> Trev, welcome aboard, mate. Thanks, Gav. Good to uh, see you again, Boyd, likewise. So, yes, it's good to answer the call straight after the, the celebrations of the, the big hundredth. And, yeah, it's uh, getting to be about that time, right? We've just ticked media day off. Pre-season starts, I think, Monday morning our time, 6 a.m. against the Pistons, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. exciting times around. And as we'll get to, there's been a, a little bit happening in the last week or so. Yeah. And and that's um that's that's the thing, right? It's um this is a great show for you to jump on. We've got we've had uh, 
since our last show. We've had the big trade. We've had media day. And as you said, this week we kick off pre-season. It, in saying that, it's 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. It's Sunday morning, right? Uh, I thought it was Monday morning, to be honest. Oh. I thought it was Sunday. I, was, I thought we were playing. I thought we were playing. I'd take, I'd take Monday morning. That would be much better than Sunday morning. Absolutely. So, But then we've got, uh, yeah, so we kick off with the Pistons and then a couple of days later, the Warriors? The nuggets. Nuggets. Or the Nuggets. And then the Lakers and then a couple against the uh, home and away against the Blazers, I think. If I'm not mistaken, so yeah, I know yeah there you're right. It's back. it's Monday. Yeah. How good's that going to be, boys? Not nice. <laughs> against the Blazers. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. It's been a big week in Suns basketball. Um, Boyd, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara out the door. Gorms. In comes, in comes the big Nurk. Big bit of Grayson Allen, fucking Nurk. Yes, <laughs> bit of Grayson um, Allen. <laughs> yes, yes. The big cock. bit of Nasir, um, bit of Nasir Little, a little bit of some other dude boy. that's going to get cut. Neon Keon Johnson. I don't even know his name. That's him, Keon Johnson. Um, what what were your thoughts initially? Because we saw the Twitter reactions, we saw everyone else's reactions, we've seen podcast reactions since. What were your first reactions to the trade? Mate, it was, it was, oh, well, when I initially looked at it, because obviously we all looked at it and we thought, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we've got some uh, spare parts here. We've got some, uh, okay, we've got some rotation guys. Okay, okay. Is there a pick in there with it? And that was my initial um, reaction. I was like, oh, we, we don't get a pick out of this? Okay. So DA's value wasn't what we, you know, us rose colored glasses suns fans thought it was um and you know some of us some of us were sort of ready for that sort of a trade i guess but um i thought i thought we'd get it a bit more um a bit more that looked better on paper initially i thought we'd get but um turns out after looking into some of these guys that we got it's um it's actually really nice and but to get back to the way that i felt gav a fucking a load off of my shoulders. There was just, I could see clearly now the fucking rain had gone. There's just this storm cloud that has been over the Phoenix Suns um, ever since that 2018 draft when we took DA and I was all for it. And I thought he was going to um, um, thrive and, and get to his ceiling, which I still think he's, is his ceiling. I thought he'd get there a lot quicker and I thought he'd um, mesh and the chemistry would be great, but it just fucking didn't happen. And we kept making excuses for him, but the weight's off of our shoulders now, boys. I just, a sigh of relief. It was just like a, ah, like, fuck, we don't have to fucking um, worry about, oh, we should have fucking picked Luca and worry about all them cunt fans that we got out there talking that shit all the time. We don't have to worry about that shit anymore. <laughs> we don't fucking have to worry about it. And it's, um, it's it's a really nice feeling. Now we can get back down to the to the fucking uh, the bones of the situation and fucking play some ball with it with a team that fits really well together, man. Trev, what were your initial thoughts, mate? It was a it was probably a, a mixed bag, if I'm being honest. I think 
myself, along with many others, right, were hoping a change in coach that Vogel would finally be able to unlock the mystery that is DA and get him firing, right? I was of the opinion that, yes, we brought in Beal, we'll have a full season of KD and Booker, but Aiton would ultimately determine how far we'd go. So, you know, you're forever the optimist. Being Suns fans, we're always optimistic, right? But you're wondering, is this going to happen? And now you're seeing all these clips of him playing for the Bahamas and the national team with Eric Gordon. You're thinking, oh, these are good things, you know. What's going to happen? But then the other part is, you know, geez, if this doesn't work out, we're stuffed. So the other part of me was hoping, I hope they pull the trigger before training camp and just make a decision one way or the other. And they have. Um, now, naturally, you looked at the return, you thought probably straight away that's pretty underwhelming. Um, but I always, it's <laughs> again, it's come with experience. You step away, then have a look at it again when the emotions have simmered down a little bit. And if we factor in what's been happening, you know, he's a max contract guy that is performing like a like a seventh or eighth man, right? That's in recent times. His playoffs were a disaster. Um, and we've unlocked a bit of depth, right? I think um, I know he <laughs> rubs quite a few people up the wrong way. Grayson Allen's going to be a, an ideal guy to come off the bench to back up Book or Beal when one of those guys has a spell. Um, pretty solid defender, elite three-point shooter, you know, over 40%. So he's going to help. Um, and then you've got Big Nurk as well. And I think you can sense, if you know, from media day as well, right, this is all about fit. Aiton clearly wasn't willing to be the fourth banana. Um, and he wasn't, and you can he already hear as well the big focus from Vogel on physicality. Now, when I think of physicality, I think of someone like Nurkic. I don't think of DA, right? <laughs> I can see, I can see Nurk willing to um, pull up the sleeves and get dirty. The other thing with me is Nurk feels like he's been around forever, but he's only 29. So um, that's a, a pleasant surprise as well. I don't think Johnson and I, I do like a little bit of what I've seen of Nasir Little. He started not the season just gone, season prior. He started quite a few games and I like what I saw. But what I do like is if things don't work out, they've freed themselves up to have a bit of flexibility to make some roster moves down the track. Because we're all in on the championship here, right? We can't gamble that DA is going to decide to yeah, he's going to live up to his contract. Um so we've got him off the books. We've made it. He might be that guy in Portland, but I'm not sure if that will contribute to winning basketball. Might get, you know, he might be a double, might be a 2010 guy there. Cool. You know, they'll still struggle to make the play in, I would think. So um, I think, oh, well, I, I, and that statement's spot on. I think he, in Portland, I think he's going to be a 25 12 guy. Um, I, I, I honestly do think that DA is going to be fantastic for Portland. He and Scoot together can they they'll work well together. Anthony Simons will still take too many shots, but Aiton's got all the potential in the world in Portland to be a 25-12 guy. But the fact of the matter is that that's what Aiton wants out of his career. He did he didn't want to be the fourth fiddle. He didn't want to roll the sleeves up on defense. He didn't want to be the guy that screen and rolled and and created that space on offense at the Suns. He wanted to proved that he was the number one pick by averaging 25 and 12. Mm. Yeah, I think you, you're spot on. Um, and I think, yeah, it, it just goes to fit, right? And I, I'm I'm glad that they're not 
trying to cover it up. At least what we've seen, like Ishbi has just clearly said it's about fit. Right? I would have thought, you know, obviously we're never going to know exactly what happened, but Vogel would have sized things up to see if he can connect with Aiton, see if he can unlock him, probably made a decision. Um, and they've said, well, this is what we'll go for. So, you know, good luck to him. I, you know, I don't wish any ill will of him, but, you know, he's just another guy to me now. He's more focused on on what we've got and looking forward to it. So, um, but I do find it interesting now, though, um, I'll just touch on that now that Holiday's been on-traded to the Celtics, that now Robert Williams is there, right? Because if yeah. Aiton starts stinking it up in Portland, you can bet your bottom dollar, Williams is good enough to start. So that would be an interesting scenario to watch play out as well, but we can just watch from afar <laughs> and uh, yeah. see yeah. what happens. And, I and can't wait. I, th- <laughs> I think that's a big thing. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest. This pod, we were eight and stands um, because we tend to protect our players here as Australians. That's we, while the while those guys are on our squad, we're going to back them in. Um, it's what we did. But ultimately, um, I think the Ishbia's comments about fit, particularly with Book, Bill, KD, was far more important. And listening to a few of the national media pods over the last week, in particular about Aiton's body language after years ago after he got the max and he walked around at media day last year basically sulking the entire day um the uh, the sons had no choice but to move him on he he clearly wasn't happy in phoenix and we weren't going to get the best result out of him yeah and i think i was reading as well that there was you know a lot of the guys in the organization were surprised he sat out game six against denver like they probably thought he could have played so that that says a lot um, but yeah, going back to defending him, right? He's an easy guy to defend because he's got talent in spades, and yeah, there's nothing does. more frustrating as a sports fan. Doesn't matter if you're talking cricket, AFL, American football, ice hockey, whatever. When you see a person that has talent just oozing but doesn't apply himself, it's the most frustrating thing to watch. And then vice versa, guys that have about you know one twentieth of that talent but leave it all out there. Like I'm thinking, you know, a Javon Carter. Guys of that particular Josh Akogi, Josh Akogi, yeah, yeah, they just become fan favorites. So, yep, you know, and Rashawn Holmes was like that, right? Exactly, it was all energy yeah. with Rashawn. Big Lou Arlinson back in the glory days. Yeah, Lou, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the guys that give energy and give passion every time they're on the floor that become fan favorites instantly. And mm. there's a lot of people that love Da. I love mm. Da, but. And you said something before that was spot on, Trev. I love DA, but he's gone now. And I, you know what? He's one of those guys where I, I'm, I got over it really quickly and went, yeah, we made the trade. Honestly, I looked at the trade and went, we, uh, we must have had to have made that trade because yeah. there was, there was no other reason for us to make the trade apart from the fact that the front office looked at it. Even our playing group probably looked at it and went, we can't have DeAndre Ayton on the squad anymore. So we need to wait. make a move. I can't wait until he's out there averaging uh, 20, 22 and 11 or 25 and 12, Gav, what you said. But And people are saying, 
See, we fucking should have kept him. That was never, ever going to eventuate in our system. Having three fucking alphas <laughs> who 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 are going to have great chemistry together and they're going to coexist, and then have this fucking pouting fuck who isn't putting in work and isn't isn't is fucking sulking after not getting a touch here. here. Here or there, and it may sound like I'm backflipping, but you're right, Gav. We fucking we protect our guys, and and here's the thing: if we had have kept DA, I still feel like we could have gone all the way. It would have been very frustrating, and we still would have had all that angst and that fucking um, that 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 unfulfilled potential that we saw in Aiton from game to game, or a five game stretch where he's fucking fired and five games where he's getting fucking seven rebounds and, and 11 points. And, you know, that would fucking do our heads in as a fan base and it would keep dividing us, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and we before. would. Some, we'd some find excuses. Be 20 minutes, 20 yeah, minutes shorter it's every it's episode minutes because shorter of it. It's because that and we would creating a divide, right? But we'd find, we'd find excuses for him, right? We do. So after games, we'd find excuses and go, well, DA didn't need to score 20 today because KD, Book, and Beal were on fire. So all all we needed from DA was 8-8. The one thing that I still can't get out of my head is that fucking Jokic rebound, 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 put back, Mm. and he just sort of sat there off. Just off, just fucking looking at, just behind the backboard, just there. Watching it, yeah, fucking. And I that that encapsul that one image in my see it into my brain encapsulates the frustration of that guy. Um, and then you know, and then he he has the, the valley oop, and then he has all this other stuff. And I, a lot of people have said it, and it's true that one of the most polarizing players the Phoenix Suns have ever ever had. And if he just had that fucking a little bit of cunt in him that Grayson Allen has. Um, maybe, maybe he could have been now fucking. Um, it could have been Kobe and Shaq that we all hoped and dreamed of. Well, it's it was it was everyday fire from Da, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Yeah. That's what we wanted to see. Show us the fire, and we don't care. But fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, he didn't have the competitive spirit of the guys that are playing on the team now. So. They yeah. had to move him on. So out of the back of that, which one of the pieces that have come in intrigues you the most out of the new pieces on the squad? Intrigues. Trev, we'll start with you. Intrigues you. What? Who? Which one of these guys are you most intrigued about seeing in the lineup? What sort of output they're going to have? What sort of influence they're going to have on the squad? Uh, and we'll start with Trev. Uh, for me, it's Grayson Allen. Um, um, you know, we don't need to go over his track record. And again, he's a polarizing figure. But I do think you need someone who's got a bit of mongrel in him, right? We had Crowder. Um, we've had a, a Kogi's kind of been the man now. This is another guy. He takes a bit between the teeth, right? Not backwards and coming forwards. And I like the fit, right? I alluded to it at the top. You can easily see him sliding straight in as a like-for-like like when Book or Beal has a spell. Um, and I, I, I do like it. He's, you know, he's been around a while now, but the teams he's been on have been fairly decent teams. 
um, you know, and he's learned a bit there. So I really, I think it unlocks a bit of flexibility here. And, I, you know, I'm sure we'll touch on this as we move forward, but from what Vogel wants, he wants two-way players, right? I mean, all coaches want two-way players, but it's going to be drummed into these guys. If you don't defend, you'll be sitting down on the pine more often than not. So this guy will fit the brief, um, and I really think, I actually think, he, you know, you're probably going to be a, a Vogel pet in some regards. Ditto a Kogi that he really fits his style of play. So that's what's really um, intrigued me. I do think, you know, there'll be discussions about, you know, who's going to be the start of the rotation and stuff. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it changes, you know, fairly frequently on a game-to-game basis. I think the days of having a lockdown bona fide starting five are kind of, you know, a bit in the mix. There's a bit more flexibility around in terms of what starting lineups are used. But I just hope that we don't repeat the Monty Williams experiment where, you know, we play one guy for two weeks and then, you know, he's played well, has a bad game, and then he, we don't see him again for two weeks, right? I don't, that's no good. And then we just pull Andrew Shamit out of the hat. You know, <laughs> I don't think anyone, anyone wants that. So, um, yeah, that's what intrigues me the most. I, I really think he's a, a good fit. Um, time will say. Hopefully he doesn't clothesline someone in preseason and miss 28 games because you can bet your bottom dollar, right? As soon as he lays a finger on someone, it'd be, he'll get flagged or fouled, whatever. So... Uh, we'll see. But, yeah, that's that's what I like. Boyd? It's fucking, it's fucking Grayson, Hugh, Allen. Grayson and Hugh. I can't believe, I can't believe them boys don't know Grayson and Hugh. Fucking talk it over in bed. That's oh, great. Man. What a great, what a great song. Oh, so fucking good, man. I tried to get um, Voider to do a, his drop with, uh, um, a Grayson Hugh um, um, talk it over in bed sort of a backdrop. Is he a Suns fan, Grayson Hugh? Can we get him on? That'd be fantastic. That's not. Nice. I think we should. You I'll, wouldn't I'll, him I'll now. search it. I'll, I'll search it up on Twitter. I'll see Maybe for our Valentine's Day it. episode, we could get Grayson in. That would be good. I think. Just the thing is, he's got to he's got to drop some bars. Yeah, got to drop some oh, bars. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, oh, Grayson, Grayson Hugh. I got him on my mind now. Um, Grayson. Alan is a fucking like he there's a lot of people and we've we've shit on him as an opposing fan base plenty 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 he's not he's not the same he's he's got all this all, all these this massive rap sheet for being a fucking a grub and all this sort of stuff but he's not as he's not a pat bev grub there's a grubby grub there's a grubby 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 grub and then there's Grayson Hugh who plays hard and fucking doesn't give a fuck type thing. Throws it all out there, and sometimes he throws it in places that he shouldn't throw it, but he's fucking doing it. <laughs> I can't even say in the spirit of the game, but in the spirit of competition, I'll say. And look, um, his um, his 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 media day uh, uh, clip that I that I saw, he was really fucking well spoken about it, and he said all the right mm. things. But I think he gets back out there, and it's the same old Grace and Allen, and we're going to fucking love it. He's going to he's going to fold Luca into the stands. He's going to fly kick Jokic in the fucking mouth. He's going to fucking do all this really cool shit to these people that give us grief. This is what I hope anyway. And we're just going to adore him. He can get fucking you know suspended or whatever or tech yeah, tech teed up, and and we're going to love it because he's that he's that bit of cunt, that bit of mongrel that 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 brings the team together and he fucking, oh, 
Man, it's going to be absolutely great. Cunt can shoot. He's fucking going to be. He's going to be a fucking a rash on um on on the perimeter defense on 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 you know the opposing first or second best um um perimeter player. He's just man. He's fucking good. And he's going to oh, man. He's just going to. He's going to be so exciting to watch. And I I shouldn't like. I don't know, guys. We shouldn't like that because. I, I couldn't give a fuck if he breaks fucking um, Pascal Siakam's leg or whatever. Um, I don't care about that sort of shit. I'm not a fucking nice person in that regard because I figure that cunt's got a fucking lot of money and he's just going to fucking um, 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 chill out at home in his fucking mansion, get fed grapes, and he'll be back next season or whatever. But I don't, I don't care about that. I'm fucking here for it. I'm here for us having an enforcer um, like that and just a fucking take-no-prisoners guy. Love it. Well, well, we've been we've been calling for it for a couple of seasons, right? And I know Trev, you mentioned Jay Crowder before. I I've said it many times on this pod. I'll say it again. Jay Crowder was not an enforcer. I thought Jay, Jay Crowder was a fake tough guy. But yeah. I I honestly think Grayson Allen's not going to take a backward step. I got Rajal Bell Yeah, Rajal Bell type <laughs> thing. He's He's not going to take a backward step. He's more than happy to get in people's faces. And we need someone who's a cunt. We, yes. we, we've said it for a couple of seasons where shit gets nasty, the game starts to get a bit fired up, and we're going to see that a lot, This, as particularly with Book, Bill, KD. Mm. Teams are going to come out and try and be physical. So yeah. why not slot Grayson Allen in there and go, Go out and fucking put someone into the stands. <laughs> yeah. Stiff screen. Let them know you're there. Absolutely. Damn straight. I am not most intrigued by Grayson, though. I'm I'm going to take the easy option. It, well, it's, it's kind of the easy option. I'm most intrigued by Nurkic. And only for the fact that while everybody talks about the fact that he's injury prone, I think this dude's been sat out by Portland for three seasons when the seasons are over so that they can tank. Mm. Um, I think in this team, when you look at injury-prone type players, when they go into playoff contenders and real contenders, they play a hell of a lot more games because they need to be out there. So mm. I'm, I'm actually really excited, really intrigued by seeing what Nurkic can do in this lineup. The other thing is this guy played for Portland. So his job was to bash the shit out of anyone who got near Dane. Mm. So that physic, that level of physicality, he's always going to add to potential injury tolls. Um, I think that his ability in a pick and roll, his ability to sit down on the three-point line and spread the floor, that was our problem last year. Our problem last year was that we had Book and KD, but everybody else couldn't spread the floor. Our opposition teams were more than happy for guys to sit in the corner or sit at the top and pop threes that they couldn't hit. Nurkic is a good three-point shooter. Mm. His volume's not massive, but it doesn't need to be. If he yeah. pops a screen and pops out to the three-point line, we're going to see, and I think we'll see an Aaron Baines-type game from Nurkic where he hits eight or nine threes in a game. Because he's going to be that a little bit more open. Sit. He's yeah. going to do that a little bit because he's going to set a fucking stonker of the screen. We know that's in his game. And he's, um, what is he, like 260 pounds or something? That's fucking... Yeah, he's the European Aaron Baines from a couple yeah, of seasons ago in the bubble. 
he's a he's a fucking he's a he's a big cunt. And the and the thing is, is that when he and 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 you, I was tossing up whether or not to go Nurk on this one, Gab, as well. It's a fucking. I'm glad you did. It gives us that um that uh that uh, avenue to talk about it. But he's um um when everyone's everyone's raving on about his um his playmaking, and I always knew that he had that in his game from the snippets that I saw. But now that I'm I'm watching more and more of it. It's actually it's actually quite good, and they're talking about him in the light. You know, books joking around about him being a point guard and whatnot. Yeah, it's um, it's now I don't think it's like that, but I think it's you know that Draymond Green type um, um, top of the key facilitator for for a fucking um, a fire offense, just fucking zipping around, getting getting open, and it's just look, it's just going to be if if he can be, um, you know. Half of what Draymond is in that sense, like he's a fucking like a massive upgrade for us. He's going to be vital. He's going to be vital to what we do on offense. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, last question on this before we move on to media day, we have to cut two people from the current roster. Who are they, boy? Uh, It's Keon and Ish. Um, and yeah. look, we've we've got too much depth now. We've got too much depth. So that's that's one thing. One thing of you know, we've done such a good job. We got so excited about our killer fucking one plus one deals that we did with all these minimums. These guys with potential and beautiful fit, and we got really excited about you know the amount of minutes that they'd be getting and how they were going to play a part. And then this happens, and it fucks everything. <laughs> because now we've got all these harder, hard decisions to make. But look, it ultimately um, you've got you've got um, easy productivity you can get from Nasir Little, um, um, Nurk, Grace, and Allen. Keon's whilst he may have potential, um, he really hasn't he hasn't done enough in his short career to to um, to overpass any of them other guys that we got in the trade. And look, we're not going to. We're not going to go deeper into our rotation past um, um, Ish to uh, uh, cut anyone else for Keon, I don't think. Um, <laughs> fucking, um, uh, God. The only thing I really, really, um, I'm, I'm not going to be so impressed about losing with Keon is the fact that he's under team control and he could be that um, um, potential guy in the future. But look, it's no, it's no time for that right now, boys. It's, um, yeah, he's got to go. True. Yeah, I'm thinking along similar lines. I guess the only um, asterisk I'd put next to that, and I can see someone's onto the same uh, wavelength in the chat, that it would just depend if Damian Lee's knee's worse than perhaps what's expected. Um, you know, he might go, but otherwise, yeah, I think it's Ishin, um Neon Keon, unfortunately. But, you know, that's that's how it goes. Um yeah, I'm, I'm interested. What I am interested to see what happens out of training camp with Goodwin and Saban Lee. I really like what I saw of Saban Lee in the games that he played last year. Thought he was pretty capable at you know running an offense and so forth. So I'm hoping he gets some burn with that second unit. But we'll see what happens between him and Goodwin. But that's something else to keep an eye on. But I would I would expect Ishan. Um, his massive shoulders to depart along with um, Keon, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think it's a certainty that Ish is the first one cut. 
Um, he's a nice guy, boy. He's a nice guy. Fucking really nice love guy. Him. We love him. He's a nice guy. But he's not a very good basketballer. He should Maybe play he football. Maybe go to Detroit. Maybe that guy. Yeah, that could, Monty. He could, he could potentially play football, I reckon. He's got big mm. shoulders. He could. I, I don't know whether he's ever tried before, but he could play football. I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. Nah, I don't think um, he's ever played football in his and life. I, I, and, I, and I think uh, I think Keon Johnson's the other one. But I, Trev, I do agree, and I do I do agree with um, the chat. I'd be looking at Damian Lee. I reckon Grayson Allen's like a straight up replacement. Mm. Well, an but, improvement, right? Because he's got the defense, well, so he can stay out on the floor. So, and that—that's the thing. I think from a defensive aspect. He goes past him, and he's uh, just as good a shooter, if not better. Mm. Who's this? Sorry, who who are you talking about? I'm Damian talking Lee. about Damian Lee. Oh, Damian Lee. So I, I think Grayson Allen mm. coming into the team um, really puts a lot of pressure on whether or not Damian Lee sticks around. I don't. I just don't see how Damian Lee's in the rotation with Grayson Allen on the squad. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking hard, man. It's gonna be real, real hard. It's um. Here's the thing, you know, we got we've got so we're so fucking deep now. We we only re, we we don't really want to be going past the tenth or eleventh guy in the rotation. Um, but I feel like we might be in the position where a lot of people might be. There's gonna be a lot of conjecture in the fan base simply because. It's going to be, oh, he's doing what Monty done and he's fucking not playing that guy for two weeks. It could just be because we've just got too many good um, rotation pieces. Um, and it's yeah. not, you know, it's, it's, it's a fucking good problem to have, but it's, it's going to be frustrating a little bit throughout the season, I think. But, yeah, Damian Lee's now damaged product, mate. He's uh, fucked his knee. How's he going to come back from it? It's a meniscus. Well, uh, yeah, the, guy, the guy can shoot, right? Damian Lee can shoot, but we saw last season he can't pass, and he's not a great defender. Mm. So look, he's realistically he's a, pesty, it's, he's a pesty defender. I think he's um yeah I think he can he can wind there, a few but he's, just limit, he's limited. He's limited. Mm. He is very very limited in that regard. Now I don't um I still stick by you know Damian Lee is a fucking fine shooter, and if he had to maintain that that play that he had at the start of the season. Um, he'd probably have a longer contract right now, and 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 be playing a, a, a much more significant role. But he, I feel like he did try to reinvent his game on the fly, um, probably in a bid to get um, a, a bigger contract somewhere. But um, but yeah, look, I just I just thought, I thought that he tried to add he tried to overcomplicate what he is really good at as a as a rotate and yeah, a rotation piece. And um I think it uh, it was detrimental to his uh playing time in the end. But um yeah look I I wouldn't I wouldn't shed many tears if uh Damian Lee got cut and we kept Ish. Like neither him oh, no, nor there. They're I, not gonna be playing I still wouldn't them. keep Ish. I still oh, wouldn't no, keep Keon, Ish. I'd, Keon. I'd keep Keon. Keon, yeah. Yeah. So off the back of that discussion Let's say regular season rotation. Let's not even get into playoff rotation because realistically you can restrict that at seven or eight. Regular season rotation, actual rotation, not dead ass minutes. Boy, let's say 10 players out of our 15. Who's going to play minutes? And 
let's leave Saban lay aside because he's a two-way. Two-way. Out of our 10, who's going to play minutes? I've um I've I've moved away from so I'll give you the, the my starting five to start with and then I'll give you my backup five, yeah. Um yeah. so I it used to be Yuta Watanabe for me. Um uh, but I didn't like the way that he said uh Brooklyn in his um presser. He he called it Brooklyn. <laughs> and, um, I did a little giggle. But um no he's he's no look I just think Cater Bates Diop. Bebop and uh, Diop and Rocksteady. I think he he is a uh, man. Um, the Glad way that he well, the way that he spoke to his role in the team, and the way and you know the proofs in the pudding with what he was doing at the Spurs. He was always always that glue guy, and he just would do whatever it took, um, um, depending on the squad that was on the floor with him. And I just feel like that's that's exactly what we need. He's just and seeing him. See him there at that presser. You know, I haven't seen Matt many clips on him, but he looks fucking long as fuck, like long as fuck, and he's got some good size to him. So I, I think he's he's going to be that perfect fucking Swiss Army knife. Um, so I've got him as my fifth. Um, now, fucking take your pick. We got, um, I've got Utah. Um, I've got uh, I've got Nasir Little. I've got uh, Eubanks as a backup for Nurk. Um, two more. I've got a Kogi. And I'm going to fucking miss someone um, really, really important. I fucking know I am. Uh, just bring out some names for me. It's not Matthew. No, no, um, no. It's up to you. It's up to you here. You're up to nine. One more. Fucking, fucking. Come on, mate. This is... Some people are <laughs> listening to this on a podcast. On, on, I know, on audio I know. only. Come on. This is like okay. random, random, random Suns fan, or random Suns players, right? There's just a lot of confusion right now. There is. I can't, I'm just I can't believe I'm just it. I can't believe this. I love this. One more. Quick. Uh, Grayson. Grayson. Ah, oh, good. So Eric Gordon's not going to play? Yeah, that's what I said. Big EG. Ah. No minutes. He's... he's Nasir Little's taking his playing time. My goodness. <laughs> okay, I'll put Gordon in there for fucking Nasir Little. It's just no, I don't do any favours. Jeez, you know, if you don't think he's good enough, don't put him in. The other, the other great thing is he has not mentioned the backup centre at all. I said you. They mentioned Eubanks. I thought didn't he say? Oh, he you said did. Drew? Okay. Yeah. I tried to do it like that. I got I you, my us- I got you. <laughs> The thing, the the thing with our with our big three being all being playmakers and 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 running a lot of point to 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 some degree, maybe forget about poor old Eric Gordon, the quiet guy in the corner. He's just going to be yeah, fucking poor, poor, old guy. poor old Eric. Poor, 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 poor old Eric. Signed a Eric. risk money to sign a minimum contract, and he's not going to get minutes. Uh, Trev, who's your ten, Trev? Oh, geez, it's a bit hard to follow after that little uh, little magnificent showing. Um, I, I'm with Boyd. I, you should, on name, the balance you of should prob- name Gordon first. Yeah, yeah that's fucking. <laughs> I will say on the balance of probabilities, I think Keita will start, will be the fifth more often than not. But going back to what I said at the top, I reckon he and Akagi will interchange based on who we're playing. Um, you know, if there's a bit more presence on needing a, a bit of size up front. Um, so in no particular order, Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen, 
Drew Eubanks, Josh Akogi. Uh, what have I got there? Nine. Um, and then this is where this is where it gets a little tricky. Um, I actually think Bol Bol will get some minutes. So I uh, to start with, anyway, I think he'll be worth a look. So that's my weird. Did one. you see? Did you see him carrying on like a fucking schoolgirl at the fucking media day, pushing no. his shoulders up together like this and fucking doing these ones and fucking hell? Oh man, um, I had a giggle at that too. The Brooklyn thing got me, and and um, well, I've left. And, yeah, and, I've just realised now that I've left out Utah. So yeah, Bob, Bob, so fucking such a fucking pretty boy, eh? He's fucking. Like, no, he's look, that's up. look, that's clearly wrong. Uter will be getting minutes, so let's let's I correct did. that travesty. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Bol Bol take Bol Bol out. He's gone. Uh, yeah, chin up Bol Bol. But uh, look, the good the good thing for the last five is that our squad's so good that um, with six minutes to go in these games, we're going to be twenty five up, and the last five are going to get minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it could be our it could be our third fucking string five, um, <laughs> who haven't played all game. Just fucking chuck them in there, and I'll still do a fucking job. Get, get third string five will be getting fourteen minutes a game. Yeah, this but it, yeah. it leads to an interesting point about what you were saying, Gav. I mean, I like I reckon early on, I reckon I wouldn't be surprised. You know, as we're still working out the rotations and stuff, there'll be some games that are probably a bit closer than what we're expecting, which won't be a bad thing. You'll have those guys playing in crunch time and, and you know, building up the reps in those particular circumstances. But I also want to see a spread of minutes too, right? I don't want to see guys averaging high 30s, at least at the start of the season, you know, post-All-Star break, start ramping it up, sure. But with this depth and, you know, there's no point having depth if you're not going to utilise it, right? And if yeah, that right. means, you know, there's no percentage in the NBA, right? If you win by one point, you win by 100. It doesn't really matter. W yeah. is a W. Yeah. So yeah. wouldn't mind seeing um, the guys get some burn. Um, but from what Vogel also said, it sounds like, you know, he's going to be willing to give them the chance. Of course, that remains to be seen. But I think that'll be something to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, well, based on, based on like you said, how the games are traveling, everything else is how much we're going to see these guys. But um, I've I've got the same five: K, uh, KD, Book, Beal, um, Nurk, and KBD. Then Yuda, Gordon, uh, <laughs> it's hard, go, isn't it? Right? I'd probably go. I'd probably go Grayson. Uh, <laughs> J.O. and Are you up to six? I'm 10 now. That's 10. Well, I mean, six um, secondary players. So 11? Five. 11? No, I, no, I did not. Okay. I got to okay. 10. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, um, in, the, in, in the chat there, Zine Booth. What does his name look so familiar? I don't know. Why don't you ask him? He's in the chat. He's watching live. I'm sure he can answer. <laughs> This is good. Because you messaged, you messaged him about coming to one of the lives. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, cool. Oh, Social well, media yeah, influencer. Fucking better. Oh, um, um, oh, what about this? Uh, what, a, 
What about this? He's a card collector. Oh, yeah. I've started getting back into that. I've got heaps of shit ones. If you want to give me any good cards, Zane, um, um, Devin Booker, rookie, auto, patch, please. So, um, Trev, Trev, did you – you were still on the show when we spoke about the lives? Yes, I heard Yeah, I heard this. This is very exciting. And, uh, again, testament to your, your great work that you've all done. So, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, we're, we're very excited about it. Um, for those that don't know, if you're an Aussie watching the, this now, we've already submitted basically all of the dates to the Phoenix Suns now. Um, we've, we're working on a – um, working on a a deal with a local sporting type bar place. Um, I'm not going to name them until they agree to our shit. But um, yeah, glo- uh, nationally, we've we've got all the dates pretty much locked in. So check out the Aussie Suns fans page. Check out the dates. Um, we got some got some games and at those games we'll have some merch um and some memorabilia it's going to be awesome these um, giveaways he's dressing up as the gorilla giveaways baby uh boy doesn't have to dress up he's just fucking <laughs> looks like a gorilla i just won't shave my arms for a couple of weeks prior we'll be good <laughs> i um i can't i can't wait so i'm actually going to go to our debut um i'm going to drive down to sydney from uh, brizzy for the debut one in uh, um, in Sydney, yeah, yeah, also on the eleventh of November, yeah, against the so, uh, not long away Lakers, but yes, yeah. Then, um, then obviously the December twenty third in Brisbane and um, February in Perth. I'll get down there, and if I'm gonna try and squeeze another one in, hopefully Melbourne. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be fucking fun, man. No, Everyone... no, well, we've already we've already spoken about this, mate. You're not welcome in Melbourne. Yeah, all right. Try try keep me out. I'll fucking gate crash the thing. You'll be you'll 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 have some trouble. Oh, <laughs> we'll get the hashtag trending for the Melbourne one. It'll be come come have a bev with Trev or something like that. I think. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll have bevs, I'll have bevs with I'll have Trev. Three yes, that's white right. girl wasted. Three shandies, white girl wasted, just fucking let me in. Fucking <laughs> getting that. Uh, getting all right. Fucking... All right, boy, media day. You watched all the video? What'd you uh, think? What's your, who was, what's your, who was your favorite? Who was your favorite interview on media day? Uh, uh, um, it, oh, the funny ones, man. The uh, Yuta and the uh, and the uh, Bobol. Were the funny ones for me, so they, I like them. I haven't seen them all yet. I'm not going to lie. Um, Nurkic, Nurkic, um, for getting excited. Big Nurk, like I said, all the things that I wanted to hear from a big. Um, and he's just uh, like, yeah, like he's. Uh, I came in thinking, okay, he, if he gets injured, you know, that's pretty shitty. But we've got some depth there. We can we can get by with the depth that we've got. At center, if he's fucking out for fucking 30, 40 games. Um, but now I'm looking at it, I'm like, fuck, we're gonna. I already miss him when he gets hurt now. And he hasn't fucking even played a second. <laughs> so I'm already dreading um, 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 that happening. Touch wood, it doesn't. But um, yeah, Nurks, the way that Nurks spoke to everything um, um, and he's fit with the team and he's just his, his, um, uh, his, 
unselfishness. He just came across really unselfish and just he he wants he wants to go out there and do all the fucking gritty shit that Aiton just wouldn't do for us. Yeah, that's what fucking got me hard. So I'm gonna say big big dick nerk. <laughs> Trev, did you? What did you see? Um, well, first I'll touch on Nurk. I mean, getting onto the whole gun control thing, I thought that was a bit odd. <laughs> you know, there's a time and a place for it, sure, um, but maybe not on media day. Um, oh, look, you start at the top. Um, you know, book. He just says all the right things. You know, the tone, the facial expressions. You, you're just glad that he's ours, right? You're just glad. That he's a son, um, you know. The gems, my, like he's the, my favorite. My favorite was I arrived in '96. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. That was gold, right? So it was awesome to hear that. Um, look, you always love checking out all the the new players, and I think um, boy touched on it earlier. I actually thought Grayson Allen was very well spoken, very articulate. You know, I'm sure he's been asked, and he actually flagged it right. He's been asked a million times about the pass and how he does it. Um, and I thought he handled it really well. Um, so I think that was really good. I was also excited to hear from Vogel and from Ishbier as well. Just He's just a breath of fresh air, Ishbier. It's just a total different vibe that he gives off. Um, he's excited. Like, he's really he's invested in the team. Like, it's clear he owns the team, but he's a fan as well, right? Never got that from Sava. Never. Um, so, yeah, that, that was probably the... Um, the big ones for me, but yeah, just excited to see them all. Um, and you know, just one step closer to the season getting underway. My my favorite interview from the entire thing was Matt Ishbia. He has driven a culture of winning through this team. Um, and I don't know whether you guys got to listen to the most recent Windhorse post or the Hoop Collective um, podcast. They had Malika Andrews down at the Phoenix Suns media day and she went, I've never felt so much excitement through an entire place. And everybody had the same message as Ishbia. It was, we're not, basically, what I loved about it was it, it, when she spoke, it was about, we're not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> that cunt's just given everyone in Phoenix a fucking brand new antenna, man. They're excited, yeah. right? They finally, but this finally is the watch thing. TV it's, probably. <laughs> the, and Malik Andrews said this. It's it, it was all of it was effectively we're not here to fuck spiders. Everybody is here to win a championship this year, and that is it. Hmm. You know, the, the discussions that she had was, you know, the the nuggets this, blah blah blah. You know, the Bucks have improved, the Celtics have improved, but where do you I don't care about them. It's about us. One thing, one thing I will say is that I saw a little bit of Chemezi Metsu. He's got a big fucking head. It's a he's got a massive noggin, and it doesn't look like anything like when he was at the stand. It didn't look anything like it did when I I, I watched him play throughout his career. Um, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's like he had a bobwhead fucking thing sitting on his shoulders. It was gigantism. Um, it, it was weird, man. It was weird. Anyway, but as 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 Suns fans, right? How fucking exciting was this year's media day in comparison to last year? Mm. I don't know about you guys, but 
after I watched last year's, I went, no, oh, we're still we're we're still good. <laughs> everyone was freaking out about Sava, what was happening there, and fucking everyone. Gets but the feeling right. was different. The feeling yeah. was different. It was it a lot was of walking on eggshells. I think last yeah. year, you know, don't talk about that kind of stick to this stuff only kind of stuff. Don't, where... don't talk about Sava. Don't yeah. ask Aiton why. Don't ask Aiton while he's why he's pouting. Yeah. All that sort of shit was, and all that all you know, the game seven day. stuff from the previous year, all of yeah. that stuff, right? Um, but yeah, it's just everyone, everyone seems dialed in and, and happy to be there and looking forward to getting to work. So, and um, and that was that was the thing. It was the the common theme was um, we're we're here to ball, hmm. and we're here to win. That's it. I don't think I've seen that for years. Well, we've seen it, but it hasn't been. We've seen it in the last few years. Let's, but it let's hasn't be honest, been legit. It, it hasn't. You haven't it felt hasn't it. Had the you same haven't felt buzz. it. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't felt it. It, it hits different. Like now, it's hitting mm. a lot different. It's fucking, it's hitting me in my loins. It's fucking. <laughs> it's a uh, tingling. It's great. It's fucking it's so your loins are tingling again. Oh, they are. Are you again. are you sitting in are you sitting in the underwear again? Yes, I am actually. Yeah, that's not surprising. Uh, the jerseys, the jerseys did look fire. This one, the jerseys did look fire. They did, and and yes, they Dylan did. Boyd is moist. Nice, he's Very. clearly moist. All right, excitement, wet, beautiful. We're gonna Stick. we're gonna move in. We're gonna move into kill Mary Shag. I did come up with one while we were talking. We were a little bit worried before the show. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go with the newbies because this will be a challenge. Kill Mary or Shag, Yosef Nurkic, Little, or Grayson Allen. I kill little because the other two will put up more resistance. So right. we'll go, go with that. Um, Grayson's pretty good looking. He's got that nice kind of boy band. Looks a bit like Robert Sava. What's that? Oh, he doesn't. Looks a little bit like. Is it Robert Sava? Yeah, I think he does. I don't it's, think it. <laughs> I think it's. His, I think it's his schnoz. He's got like a, a weaselly fucking schnoz Holy thing. Fucking hell, weaselly. Um, no, I think we'll marry the, the Bosnian beast. I think he's pretty loyal and he'll look out, you know, keep things um, ticking over on the home front and we'll shag Grayson, especially if he knocks down six triples. So <laughs> I like it. Boy. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna marry the Bosnian beast. Um he's uh he just very like seems like a nice guy. A nice guy. He can get gritty when he needs to. He'll be able to protect me when we're walking down the street, we're going shopping or something, and and some fucking. He's a fruit. he's the type of guy that he's the type of guy that'll walk on the inside of the yes of yeah. the path yeah. yeah. And if and if and if some some big fucking um if some pig comes up to me and slaps me on the bottom, he's gonna defend my honor like straight up and and he's just gonna do all the fucking nice things. He'll pull out chairs and. Yeah. Um, you know the worst thing you flipped completely on this on on your entire philosophy because what? your entire philosophy is I get to fuck them but they can't fuck me back. I didn't say you get to fuck. Talk, 
Now you're talking about Nurk as your protector and the man in the relationship. Yeah, he 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 fucking will be. That doesn't mean he, he gets to fuck me. If I me dinner first, fuck. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, no, I um. Or if he's a ten games into the season, you might be ready by then. <laughs> Who knows? I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to shoot Nasir Little. And I'm going to root Grayson Allen. I just don't know how that's going to go. He's very feisty. He might fucking try and get away, climb up the wall or something. That only kick me in the face or something. There's some fucking, yeah. I don't know. I'll wear headgear. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to kill Nasir Little because I think everybody's completely overreacting to the uh, level of talent this guy has. Um I'm just not sold. I'm going to marry Grayson Allen because, well, he'd just be like your wife, a nagging, annoying pain in the ass. Hold on. <laughs> let, me ch- let me just check if my wife's listening. Um, anyway, and and I'll just I'd, I'd just shag the beast because more the more cushion, the, more, the, the better the pushing. Oh, man. Man. He's lost a bit of weight. Yeah, he looks like it'd be a notch out. on the belt, having the big Nurk uh, tucked away, wouldn't it? That would be. It would be such one a right out of the belt. top drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, Dylan said, "Who said it? Who said anything about talent?" He went with cuteness. Um, <laughs> it, um. Most importantly, because this is what we do, gents. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. So, Homer, please feel free to tell us anything. Who do you want to have a beer with, Trev? Uh, this week, probably a bit of recency bias. We're going to go with uh, Dwayne Rankin on Twitter, um, or X as it's known now. Um, just all of his clips and coverage of Media Day uh, made it really easy to kind of catch up on everything kind of in the one spot. Um, and also he writes for the Arizona Republic as well. So um, like the way he goes about it. And he also shot a little clip just basically giving his personal take on it and the vibe and all of that, which, you know, I respect from someone who's been covering the team for a while, you know, can kind of tell what's new and he kind of echoed the sentiments about, you know, what what the focus is on um, and what the vibes are like. So, uh, yeah. Cheers, Duane. Love it. Boy, I want to have a beer with um, our duo. I want to have a beer with a duo because I want to get their insight. I want to have a beer with um, both KD and Book, or or if I can only have one, either or. And the reason being is I want to I want to know how it went down internally when because you know they're getting they're getting a sign off on any major trade, right? And I want to I want to fucking I want to say oi. Did you want that count gone? Like, or you fucking were you fucking distraught when it happened? Or like, that's what I. They're the sort of questions that I want to ask, and they probably say, "I'm not fucking telling you, boy. Who the fuck are you?" And uh, but anyway, yeah, that's the, that's what I want to ask. I want to say, hey, 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 did you guys are you guys pushing for this? Um, it'd make me feel a lot better. Oh man, uh, no, it, it wouldn't make me feel you better. Already feel I, already, I already feel great about it. So, but yeah, no, it's just it's just nice. It'd be nice to have that insight. So yeah, boys, did you? Did you fucking ask for this to happen or or did you just fucking like, yeah, just sign off on it and say, okay, we'll just fucking pretend like, you know, 
we love him. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's um, that's my beer. So for me, I was going to go with our boy Flex from Jersey. Now moved to Phoenix, so he's Flex from Phoenix. But great to see that he's in Phoenix now. Um, he's part of PHNX, all that sort of stuff. But I'm going to shift after listening to the Hoop Collective today. I'm going to Malika Andrews because she was so excited about the vibe in Phoenix. So she'd be very, very, very excited about catching up with a beer with the Aussie Suns fans. And she'd say real excitement. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not that much, but, you know, it's a little lids bit. On. Lids on, lids on, <laughs> lids on. Lids on. Um, Boyd, I have a question yes. for you. I have a question for you. Time for the flag of the week. And trust me, they are ugly. Very unattractive. Google their face when you're done here. There's your flog. Um, I had, I think I had a different one when we were talking in the car, Gav, that long fucking drive. Um, I'm going to go with Bill Simmons because he's a fucking, um, not only has he recently said that um, is is Bradley Bill an upgrade over Landry Shamit? You know, you know, he's just another guy who needs to take shots. You know, I oh, fuck off, Bill. Fuck off. He's like, think about your own fucking backyard first, and then, and then he's like, um, he's he's banging on on his latest fucking um um, um pod or fucking with uh, Vasilo about Phoenix have gotten fucking worse, and we fucking haven't. We've gotten so much better, top to bottom. But oh, I'm saying that. Hold We're on, taking whoa, a lot whoa. of question marks out. The only taking... the only reason the only reason I said it's worse is because all they're assessing is Aiton for Nurkic. And they're assessing Aiton's ceiling if he's engaged and he's happy and everyone likes him. And the temperature's yeah, right and his shoes yeah, are yeah. tied on nicely yeah. and a beautiful double yeah. knots and all oh, of this and... kind of stuff. And how long was he up? And the dew point is just night? nice outside and all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> was he up for six hours playing games last night or fucking? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What time is it? Is the game? There's so many different factors that we don't have to worry about now. Like I said, a sigh of relief. Um, so we have gotten so much better, so much better. It's um, and so Bill Simmons is, you know, they've fucking gutted the depth over there, and he's fucking looking for. He's clapping over here while his Celtics are getting fucked over there. All right. Well, well, hold on. The Celtics, the, Cel- the Celtics top five or six are really, really nice. They've oh, got good. fuck all else. Uh, they can play every single minute of, of, of every single game then. They're going to have to. Great. Great. And they, and they are going to have to. Pazingas and old Drew won't get injured and fucking Jalen Brown. Al Horford, who's 700 years old. Yeah, nah, they're fine. They're good. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Bill. You cock. They're good. <laughs> um, I, I, my flog of the week is anyone who won't let the fucking eight and shit go. Now, I get it. We are, we're probably as Suns fans. I reckon ninety five percent of us are actually relieved that DA's gone because the baggage is gone. But we don't have to follow all the shit around Twitter to just hang shit on the guy. He's gone to Portland. 
he's what, 24, 25 years old. He's gone to Portland and said, I am dominating, blah, 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 blah. It's nice to be the franchise that appreciates me. What? Who gives a fuck? He moved on. We need to move on. This is like when we go, oh, we got a roster spot. We should bring back Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Let him go. He's gone. Let him go. Let him go. Let him do his shit. We'll do our shit. He's going to finish in the bottom four in the fucking Western Conference, averaging 22 and 14, 24 and 12, whatever it is he averages. But who gives a fuck? Hey, um, I honestly thought I was going to take it really bad if it wasn't the superstar trade I, that we got. Back. I, I honestly thought that, but but I'm fucking backflipping, man. After looking at it and 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 just the like I said, the the clouds gone. I'm backflipping and I'm giggling like a fucking girl while I'm doing backflips that I'm not really that good at, and I'm laughing and I'm happy, I'm smiling. It's fucking good. Look, we we <laughs> we have we have stuck up for DA the entire time, and I hope he goes to Portland. And does go 24-12 every game. Hmm. Ends the season, 24 points, 12 rebounds, whatever it is he does. And Portland finishes maybe around the plane. Who gives a fuck? I don't really care. But that's where they belong. We're just just letting go, let him do his thing. Because in the next five years, that dude ain't gonna be challenging the Phoenix Suns. He might get a random victory here or there but he sure as shit is not going to be competing for a Western Conference final. And that's what we're about. So you know what? He's gone. Let him go. Guys, let him go. Suns fans, it's okay. Like, it's like everyone else. Let him go. I'll do it then. I'll do it then. I'll I'll, I'll let go. You're going to let him go? I'll uh, follow I'll... him around on Twitter? Speaking of um, letting it go, so I'll throw this in for my – Flog of the week. So this is kind of a wide-ranging one, right? But I'm sick and tired of seeing these posts, right, when a player leaves, and I'm going to use Tamani Kamara as our example here. Never suited up outside of Summer League. Never took the floor at the Footprint Centre. I mean, thank you for your contribution. You didn't do nothing, bro. (laughs) When it's not needed, it's going to be okay. He played played three Summer League games. Fuck's you never know, said hello, right? Just go. It, it's okay. He, it's, he went on PHNX. Poor old PHNX. As soon as they get a cunt on there, he gone. <laughs> he's gone. Kiss of death. They had, um, they had Ish. He's gone. He got, they had fucking Tamani. He's not gone, he's gone He's not gone yet. Jock. They fucking went and partnered with Jock, and that cunt got Jock fucking... Gone. yeah. They didn't even look at him to re-sign him. He's fucking gone. <laughs> but no, Trev, 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 agree 100%. When I saw the thank you post from Suns Media, I was just... Like, I know they've got to do it, right? But it's just... And they're yeah, not it's... the only ones that do it. I'm just like, oh, please, give us a spell. <laughs> we don't need to thank him for his 18 minutes of summer league. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we thank Alfred Payton? For his nine minutes of Suns career. Well, why don't we thank Langston Galloway for that five minute spurt in the second quarter against the Pistons once and his great talk show about looking at all the yeah. uh, kicking it with LG, thank, wasn't it? That was it? Why didn't we thank why didn't we thank Austin Rivers for getting traded to us and then That's refusing right. to play? One of the greats. Yeah. Oh, Suns Robert Sarver. Why don't why don't we thank Robert? <laughs> oh. 
Don't, Why don't no, we let's think not the Suns in four, though? We give, give him this some This is like a boy. Every, everybody thanked the Suns in four guy for a little while, <laughs> which was fucking annoying as hell. Anyway, guys, fucking great to catch up with you. Talk Suns basketball. Let's have a wrap-up. Trev, last comments. Where did we find you? Um, so catch me on X at TrevyG82. So always happy to shoot the breeze on the hoops front or just life in general. Um, but, yeah, look. By this time next week, we'll have a couple of preseason games under the belt. So eager to see how we look. Um, and yeah, I'm not really I'm not worried about anyone else, right? Like in a te- tennis parlance, it's all on our racket, right? If we yeah, execute we, what we, we can do, we we're going to be West. we're going to be right there. So, and I'm just really happy that things are locked in. Um, you know, start a trading camp, no distractions. Let's roll. Um, yeah, can't wait. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's always heartbreaking when the old season ends, but the new one comes around and that optimism fires back up. So we it's a great start feeling. again, right? We start again. That's it. So, yeah, look forward to uh, chatting to you about it during the year, boys. Well, Boy. you got to jump back in our chat, mate. I will. I'll jump back in. Are you now on that? It's a safe space, I think, now that DA's gone. So I'll just come back in. <laughs> I was going to say, don't don't say all that. Looking forward to shooting the breeze. When I saw you leave, and it really upset me when you did. I didn't say anything because uh, no, it, I, hurt, I, it hurt too much. It was more of a, uh, if I There's don't pop out. There's a lot of shit out, that gets talked in there. Yeah, it's, I was <laughs> going to say something that would have left me uh, out on an island, I think. So I've just, it yeah. got, It got a bit US-based. So well, I've look, sat, um, I sat on the leather couch and zenned out, so I'll be all right now. We just we just need to fuck off that Rob Maher, fucking that AFL freak, um, Mayor. Why do you Rob. have to? Why do you have to slam one of the Aussie Suns fans every week? I don't know, fucking because they all fucking most of the cunts fucking hate me in there because I don't like your fucking stupid aerial ping pong sport AFL. And um, they give me fucking heaps, so I, I need to fucking hang one of them cunts out every week, and I'll keep doing it <laughs> until we have no one. You know, you but, know that. Um, remember, remember how you said before you come into the watch parties. <laughs> well, you fucking, you can't keep me out, cunt. You can't keep me out. Fucking good luck to you trying. Or um, find me at Buds eighty three, or at Fucko on the mystery platform. <laughs> Or at a watch party, getting dragged yeah. by security. <laughs> um, click like, subscribe, comment, do all that sort of shit. I'm sick of reading Boyd's comments every week. Make sure, make sure that you do that shit yourselves. We 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 have picked up so many subscribers over the last couple of weeks, and it, I think it's because Trev was back. But let's <laughs> let's pick it up. More subscribers. That's what we need. More comments. More likes. Thank you, everyone, at Aussie Suns fans on Twitter or X, at Aussie Suns fans on YouTube. It's been a pleasure. Gents, the season's about to start. Thank fuck. Go Suns. Let's go, boys. We will see everyone on Sunday um, for our next show where we wrap up the Pacific Division, the Western Conference, and the entire NBA. And we're looking forward to it. But until then, 
ultimately, we're not here to fuck spiders. Nope. As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Pierre Cardin. The burst of Booker for the long range. Championship reign. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a